All right, guys, I finally caved because so many of you keep asking me about my Fiverr questionnaires that in this episode, I'm going to go over three different questionnaires that I have set up, the questions that I have and why I have them. This might not be the sexiest of topics, but this is definitely one of the most valuable podcasts I have recorded thus far for you guys. So get pumped, grab your coffee. Let's do it. Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six-figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. All right, guys, we are back. I will admit that I recorded this podcast actually yesterday. My Yeti microphone did not work, so I'm re-recording it today. It happens. It happens. This is why I need to slow down a bit. But anyway, in today's episode, guys, we're going to talk about reviewing three of my freelancing questionnaires and just everything that you need to know about these questionnaires and why they are so important in the world of freelancing. I look at these questionnaires as having almost two different use cases for them, especially on these freelancing platforms. So on Fiverr, obviously the questionnaires are a way for you to collect the information that you're gonna need to fulfill the order for the client, which is obviously very important. But I also look at these questionnaires as a defense mechanism that essentially protect you from any problems or concerns or whatever that the client might claim they have with you with customer service down the line. Example being in a lot of my gigs, I have people, you know, acknowledge or put their initials when I say only two revisions are included with this gig you know, please acknowledge that you see this right here. And that way, you know, down the line, if the client tries to file four or five revisions, I have a defense to say, you know, well, I made it very clear to the client that I only have two revisions, both in my gig description, as well as in the questionnaire. So these questionnaires are so, so important. I mean, they've become essential to how I run my business on Fiverr. They're, you know, the best way to make sure there's no miscommunications or any type of communication breakdown between you and the client can be solved inside of the questionnaire. Now, a lot of people always say to me, well, how do I know, you know what to put in my questionnaire? How did you know? And the answer is, you know, I didn't know. My, my questionnaires are a product of all of the different questions and problems I've had with clients over the last six years or so. You know, at times when I've had something happen that I didn't realize was a miscommunication with the client and they've left a bad review or they've been unhappy about it or whatever, you know, I've gone in and then changed my questionnaire and anticipated that that miscommunication could happen again. So I've turned it into a question in the questionnaire. To give you guys an example, actually, two days ago, I did a consultation on Fiverr and the woman didn't turn her camera on, which I definitely thought was weird because it was just me on camera talking to her. And, you know, I just felt off about it the whole time. But I went, I did the consultation with her, you know, did my usual. I thought I gave her a lot of amazing tips. I've never had anyone cancel a consultation before. And the next day I woke up to her claiming that, it, you know, it wasn't what she expected and all this stuff. And I had a feeling that 
she had, you know, intended to set out to scam me and get free advice the whole time. And that's why she didn't want to show herself. So obviously that upset me a bit, but I went into the questionnaire for my consultation gig yesterday. And I said at the bottom, you know, I do not engage in anonymous consultations. If you are going to book this service with me, you are acknowledging that you're going to show yourself because there's going to be some type of human to human connection here. And I would have never known to have put that in my questionnaire until I had to unfortunately experience a problem. But I always believe, you know, any problem, any failure, any miscommunication is a, is a learning lesson to be had. So, you know, I, I learned a lesson there that anytime somebody has their camera off, there's a chance that there's already something off to begin with. So I, you know, went in, changed my questionnaire, and that's how I learned to include that question in my freelancing questionnaire. So in this episode, guys, I'm going to go through, you know, some of my actual questionnaires and what questions I have in them for you to help you. But you have to understand these are questions that I have tailored around my personal business. So these are based on, you know, the feedback that I've received from my specific clientele. It's not going to be the same for you. So if you think you can just, you know, copy these verbatim, you cannot. You can use them as inspiration. And if you want to, you know, take from them, go for it. But part of being a freelancer and being an entrepreneur in this entire journey is committing yourself to loving to learn and having no two days be the same. So if coming up with things on your own stresses you out immensely, I, guys, maybe being a freelancer is not for you because there's definitely an element of self-starter here that you need to embrace and you need to be able to do your own research and figure out this stuff for yourself. I'm just giving you information, you know, based on what I've learned all this time. I didn't have this information for myself six years ago. So my my goal always is to help you guys you know, expedite your timeline. So you didn't, you don't have to wait three or four years to make the money that I made. You know, you can only, you can do it in one to two years. That's always my goal with all of this information that I give to you guys. But I, you know, it's more like, I look at it as like training wheels. Like you still need to take the training wheels off and ride your own bike. So, you know, please don't like, just go ahead and copy these. <laughs> I know some people probably still will and, and that's fine, but that's just my two cents. You know, you got to embrace figuring things out and learning things on your own. <laughs> so, okay guys, we're gonna look at three of my different questionnaires right now. We're gonna start off with my website content gig, which is a gig in which I will write content on a homepage or an about us or an FAQ. This is one of my most popular gigs. Sometimes it is my most popular gig depending on the week. And I start off by charging $150 for 500 words. I actually just raised the price last week because I've been having more work than I can handle. So I was previously doing 100. Now I'm doing 150. I'm listening to my own advice. So, all right, I have a lot of questions in my questionnaires. So I'm going to go through this kind of quickly. But in this questionnaire specifically, I start off with a catch all question where I say, you know, if you have a website link, paste it here. And if you don't, then I'm going to need the following, your business name, the industry, the products and services you offer, the duration and business, the business owner's name, and the business address. This, this gives me a general overview of the business for starting this website content for them, because you definitely need to know this, you know, these basic pieces of information to do a good job. I go on to ask what website pages they are interested in. This is a multiple choice answer. They can select, you know, homepage, about us contact us, blog, you know, whatever it is they want me to write about. Next thing is I say, do you have your keywords? Please paste them here. You know, I always say to people, I'm not an expert SEO agent. That's it's that's an entire study and department on Fiverr. So I'm not about to claim, oh, I'm going to do, you know, a specialized 
whatever, you know, keyword search for you, I'm not. So this is where you're going to give me your keywords and I will incorporate them for you. And the fourth question I say, if you booked the blog option here, which is an add-on that I offer, and guys, you've heard me say this all the time, always have an add-on to your other services within a service. So yes, I have a blog gig, but I also offer it as an add-on to my website content gig because the whole idea is I'm trying to capture them in a one-stop shop type of situation where they go from maybe having wanting to spend you know 150 to 300 dollars because it's just easier for them it's a huge part of how i do my business but yeah i say you know let me know if you have topics or titles in mind here so i'm making them tell me you know what topic do you want for this blog otherwise i would not know that and then the last question i gather more you know important information i say please include any other pertinent details i would not otherwise know this can include and this is bulleted the name and background of the business or the business owner, the story behind the opening of the business, why did you open it? The previous business name, if the business is undergoing a rebrand and the brand values or mission statement. So, you know, even if people are rushing and provide me with answers to half of these questions, it's generally still enough for me to create website content that I feel confident they are going to like or they're going to at least feel like I made an attempt to understand them and their business because a lot of people don't know how to work with copywriters. And I'm sure this can hold true for any other service like graphic designer designing apps. Obviously, these people aren't the expert that you are at what you do. So you kind of have to guide them and hold their hand because I can't tell you guys how many people I have had book my services thinking that I can read their mind. They're like, I want to book on skincare. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> And what would you like in that book? Because a lot of people, you know, they're lazy. They don't want to have to fill out this information. But beauty on Fiverr is you can make these questions mandatory. You can force them to fill them out. And I highly suggest you do so because the more effort I've put into these questionnaires, the fewer cancellations, refunds, one-star reviews, you know, all those bad things you want to avoid, the fewer of those things I have happened to me, the more effort I put into a questionnaire. It's like definitely correlated and I can't, you know, stress it enough. Okay, moving on to my blog gig. This has been my, you know, my steady gig that's been with me from the beginning. Blogs are generally, you know, pretty self-explanatory. So this is my shortest questionnaire that I have. After this, I'm going to show you guys my ebook one, which is really extensive. But for my blog gig, it doesn't have to be painful for them. I only have four questions and, and it's always just, you know, exactly what I need from them. So the first one is, if you have an existing blog, please paste the URL here. If they already have a blog, this can be, you know, all I really need to do it for them because I can see the titles they like, what they've written about, what their style is typically like. You know, I can pretty much gather everything I need from just viewing their blog. But a lot of people won't have that link or they don't have a blog launched yet, which is why I have the next three questions set up. Number two, please try to describe what kind of blog you are interested in. I can, And then I say, I can completely come up with the original blog titles if you have no input. So this is where I kind of give them a chance to get involved if they want to be involved because everyone has a different style. So if I have somebody who wants to micromanage, you know, this is their time to say, I want this topic. I want this title. I want these stats. I want you to mention this link and this link. You know, this is their moment to be micromanaging so that I don't have to deal with it in a revision. And some clients will just say, I don't care. You do it. Other clients, like I'm looking at this brief right now. You know, this person gave me four different links that they want mentioned. They gave me all the subtitles they want in the blog. You know, that's just their personal style. 
works for me either way. At the end of the day, I just want them to be happy because I want the order to close and there to be no issues, no refunds, no one-star reviews. Third question, please include an example of a blog that you like. This will help me understand your preferred style. So if they don't have any other writing examples, you know, this is where I prefer that they link to someone else's blog and say, I really like how they did this, or I really like how they did that. And that's super helpful for me. And then the last question is, do you want me to include your keywords? If so, paste them here. You guys get it now. I'm basically saying, hey, you know, I'm not going to go run all over the internet and find your perfect keywords for you. But if you already have them identified, I would be more than happy to incorporate them. And occasionally I'll have people identify and say, hey, I want this keyword in headline one, this keyword in headline two. Very self-explanatory and easy. All they're asking you to do is write the keywords in organically and naturally for them, because if Google can detect that you are quote unquote keyword stuffing, that's actually what they call it. They will downgrade the ranking of the content and the website. So keyword stuffing is super bad. And one of the major reasons I think why people hire copywriters today, because they need their keywords to be written in organically, which means they can't just spend five minutes on it. And then they end up not wanting to do it. And then they end up hiring you. It's a beautiful arrangement. <laughs> okay, now we're going to look at my ebook questionnaire, which is definitely my most extensive one because I... I think my worst nightmare is writing a 10,000 word ebook for someone and having them say, I hate this. I don't want this anymore. So my questionnaire is very carefully curated and that's designed to also protect me because I'm not about to refund a $1,000 order that would take a toll on my mental health for the day. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, a lot goes into these ebooks. I need a lot from the client and I let them know that in the DMs too. If they want to book it with me, I just say, you know, Hey, like you're going to need to fill out a 10 question questionnaire for me and it, you're going to have to fill this out or I can't possibly write the ebook that you want. And I'm always just very forward with people. And I find that helps a lot too, just with customer service in general. You know, these people aren't on here to be your best friend. They're on here to get a good product done. So don't ever feel ashamed or embarrassed to just be direct and get right to the point with these people because they're running a business and you are running a business. All right. First question. I say, please paste the URL to your business website or any website where I can find background information for this ebook. This helps me just start to, you know, set the scene with these people and understand, okay, you know, they have a CBD website. So this is probably going to be a lead magnet that they hand out to their clients or whatever it is. You know, this helps me just get some general understanding of who this person is. Two, if you have an ebook example you like, please paste it here. You guys get it now. I just want to know, you know, what kind of style do they want? Question three, if you have a background information or a previous ebook file, please attach that here. This can help me if they've already published other ebooks. You know, I can check them out to make sure that this ebook kind of makes sense with their offering. Question four, I have a few bullets here. I want your business name, location, years in business, products you offer, and then the desired topic for the ebook. I do make people give me the topics for the ebooks. I'm like, I'm not coming up with that for you. Like, if you want an ebook, you need to tell me the topic that you want for it. And if you can't tell me the topic, then you need to spend like two more days organizing your thoughts and getting your life together before I can write this ebook for you. Question five, keywords, please paste them here. Six, if you have a title and subtitle already identified, please paste it here. So a lot of people already have their title picked out and this is where they'll give it to me. Makes my life a lot easier. Question seven is the most important one I have. Please paste chapter topics here. This does not have to be the final title, just the topic. So this is where I'm, you know, force people to give me an outline of some kind. 
When I say outline, it literally just can be eight chapter topics and that's it. Like it's not, I'm not asking people to create a 400 page outline right now. I just need the chapter topics and I need that. I need these topics from these people because this is their ebook. So again, I can't possibly know what they want in this ebook if they don't give me a little bit of structure. By them giving me these chapter topics that way when I deliver the ebook to them, they can't claim that I wrote on something they didn't ask me to write on. If you guys catch my drift here, like if if they say, "Oh, I want a chapter on anti-aging" and I write that chapter, and then they try and say, "Oh, well, I didn't ask you to write that." I can say, "Nope, I have a screenshot that you did, so good luck filing a revision with me." As you guys can see, I've me and my customer service is a little cold over here, but I think that's how you get after six years. It's definitely transferable skills that I think you can take off of Fiverr into so many different businesses. So I think all of this is just great to learn. Chapter eight, who is the target audience for this book? Chapter nine, what is the purpose of this ebook? Are you selling it on Kindle? Is it a lead magnet? This is kind of the last piece of information I need to figure out what kind of style I should be writing this ebook in for them. And chapter 10, super important defensive one. I am focused more on quality than quantity here. Please acknowledge there is a word count range of 300 words to ensure I am able to write the perfect ebook for you. If you're kind of like choking at how like kissing uppy that question is don't worry i am too but it's a very important one for me because this is me saying hey if you book a 10k word ebook with me and i send over an ebook that's 9600 words i'm not skimping you on the words that you bought i just felt that that's where the book naturally ended and i didn't want to add fluff in and by making the people aware of this before i complete the book for me they're less likely to again throw a hissy fit if the book is 9600 words they're they're less likely to to see it as me being lazy and more understanding the nature of writing. And, and I didn't used to have that question in it until I had a problem or two, and then I added it in. So with these 10 questions now, I pretty much never have a communication breakdown or a problem with my ebook clients. And, you know, people might say, oh, well, what if they didn't fill out the questionnaire all the way? That's why you have the Fiverr app on your phone, guys, and why you do have to check these orders as they come in. You don't have to do them when they come in, but you do need to check them. And it, it takes five minutes. So if you see that someone placed an order with you on your phone at 9 p.m., just glance. Like, did they fill out the questionnaire? Because if they didn't, you want to message them right away and say, you know, hey, you didn't really give me the information I needed. So can, can you please do that in the next day or two, or I'm going to have to cancel this order. It just makes you look really professional when you do that. And obviously, you know, you don't want to ever be that person who waits until two hours before the order is due to say to someone, Oh, I noticed you didn't fill out my questionnaire. Cause now they know that you procrastinated and you're only going to spend an hour on their order. And they're going to be more likely to just be skeptical of you. Even if you can do a quality product in an hour, which I can, I just don't think it's any of the client's business how long it took you so you don't want to make it obvious to them you want to make sure they think that their order is the only order you did all day and that's just you know that's just good customer service and being pro a professional so check these questionnaires right away guys they're there to help you you know the more questions you have in there the better the communication is going to be between you and the client and then, yeah, just try and check them right away when an order is submitted. You know, the client will appreciate it, too. They'll feel like you're a professional. And again, it's just all it's all that psychology of convincing them to give you that five star review at the end of the order. And that's why I always say, you know, not all of it is your actual talent. Like a lot of it is all of this stuff I'm sharing with you guys. This, this stuff is like golden. OK, so you guys got to like 
bookmark this stuff. Let it soak into you. Play it, play it in your car each morning instead of your affirmations. Like say to yourself, like, I will create a perfect questionnaire. There you go. I just gave you guys an affirmation for the day. <laughs> all right. I know that wasn't the most exciting of topics, but it's certainly one that you guys ask me all the time. So now I'm going to link to this every time someone asks me because it's in here and you guys know what I said in the beginning. Please don't just copy these questions. Okay. Please Please take from them and apply them to your unique storefront. And I'm talking to the copywriters too. You know, there's dozens of different copywriting specialties. So please don't just copy mine, you know, tailor them to your business. It's going to be a really good exercise for you guys. So I encourage you to go do it right now. And as always, guys, go out there, go kill it. You got this. The world of freelancing is going to explode this year. You, you guys are going to have the competitive advantage. So it's so amazing that you're taking these steps to you know care about your freelancing business and financial freedom i applaud you you guys are awesome and as always guys go out there slay the week you got this i believe in you